Yes, praise be to God. Thank you for joining us for our time of reflection here live on Bible In-Depth Radio. I come to you with Frida. So it's a show done by Alex and Frida. We just wind down the day. And uh, we thank you for taking time to join us. Hello, Frida. Um, hello. That song that has been playing, still playing, does it remind you of? <laughs> Any memories? Um, of I know that you kept on, you played it over and over when I was in a labor ward somewhere. Really? Yes, that's what it reminds me of. I think I now know that labor is tough. Mm. Because I didn't play it. You played it actually. Um, for Gisela, it played, I think you were listening to the radio and it's one of those songs that played at some point. Now, let me explain to you what happened. Mm. Since you were in labor at that time. <laughs> I didn't know that song at all. I had never heard it. And uh, after you, you had given birth, they took us to a room yeah, in the hospital, the room where we are going to stay after giving birth. And uh, on the TV, there was a channel, Christian channel, mm. which was playing that mm. song. So it wasn't in labor, it was after the yes, labor. Yes, okay. it was after. So they mm. played it a lot of times while we were in the room. Mm. So clearly the labor <laughs> but it's the same day, so really. <laughs> and you know, um, usually, sometimes you get, I think, baby brain or something like that. So you tend to be a little bit forgetful sometimes, and I don't know what happens, but yeah, things happen. Um, yeah, but that's why I had it mm-hmm. first, and it was it blessed me. Actually, from it, I got a message with the child we had just given birth that you need to worship God. Mm. And not just worship Him, but in spirit mm. and in truth. Mm. That's the message I got mm. that day when I heard the song that for this child that has been born, worship God in spirit and in truth. Mm. And uh, if I remember well, from that time we did we started doing the worship sessions mm. and uh, they were running on our live prayer room 24-7 prayer room mm. from that worship God in spirit and truth mm. that we started to uh, do those worship sessions and worship recording with various worship worshipers Mm. and uh, something bigger and better is coming up that God is planning for us to start doing still in the same line though in a different manner and we are hoping for the provision of God uh, as we prepare for that because if you want to have them life mm. want to worship life mm. we used to do recordings but we want to worship life Mm. want to come like on a day like this in uh, a session like this and we have a worship a life 
Because we worship God in spirit and in truth and that's where it started. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How's your day been? stop working so <laughs> exactly. things are always you know for me towards the end of the day mm. uh, we had a very interesting engagement with mm. the people that I was with and it's partly why it even took long to set off from town but the we we were a group of friends and we were talking chatting work and all that and while we were talking work there is this person who who I say was my inspiration in the work that I do now mm. who I believe mentored me also in that work that I do now yet come mm. yet some work he had come for the people around to do for him and of course we had had earlier chat talking our field of work our line of design and construction and we had all that jazz but then as we were concluding in the, in in the work issues that we were talking about generally as a group he brought out something very I didn't know um I didn't know much about uh, what had happened. I only had bits and pieces, but they were never concrete. But he spoke about his experience that he had in his work which he shared with everybody there and it just blew me away. Mm. And he said he went ab- ab- out of the country mm. some years back mm. to go and work of course i heard about that and you know those things you say ah, let me go to another country probably it's greener pastures mm. going to have a better experience mm. going to make more money mm. going to start something new a yeah fresh start and by the time he left things were good here Mm. His work was not bad. It was moving well. He had good connections. He had a number of people he was working with already here. So he made a decision and said, "Let me go and work in another country." And he said that was the worst decision he had made. Mm. Because he had a family here. Mm. He had a wife, he had children, and I think he had a child or two by then. Mm. and uh, when he moved things didn't work out in 
the country he had gone to. Mm. Wax was not flowing. He was just going down and down and down. Into the dumps. And he felt, okay, I need to close this off mm. and return home. Mm. And uh, closed shop there. Mm. Came back to Uganda. Mm. But when he returned, mm. he he actually said he was broke. Mm. He had nothing left mm. because of where he had been. Mm. And he decided to, because of the terrible situation back home, mm. he decided to sell off the car he had mm. because they needed money. They needed food to eat. Mm. By the time the spouse was not working, she was studying as well. And there were all these responsibilities. Yeah, just, yeah. You need you need fees, mm. you need food, mm. you need to take care of a home, you have bills mm. to pay, everything was hitting him and he had no business mm. back here. Mm. I think for the time he had left, people had... Was of a, course people move on. People move on, people mm. close on, people say, okay, this, this one left. So all the connections you had are not... Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're not there anymore. Mm. So, he would stay home. Mm. Broke. Mm. And the wife would be home as well. Mm. And he says because he had sold the car, he had taken a very long time without using public means, mm. transportation. Mm. He had actually, he said he had even forgotten about the taxi park. Mm. and where it is and how it functions mm. and all. And now that they had sold the car because of the state that they were the in, situation, yeah. he was ashamed to move. Poor thing. He was ashamed to move mm. because he felt people are going to talk, people are going to laugh, people are going to say, okay, the guy is going backward. Mm. Yeah, this is somebody who was up there. What has happened to him? Yeah. So he would make sure he leaves home very, very early mm. so that nobody sees him mm. and return <laughs> very late That's interesting. so that nobody sees him mm. because he didn't want people to talk. Mm. And he says he did that for about six months. Wow. And Life was terrible. Must have been. Life was terrible. Terrible. And he had no clue where to start. Mm. He felt so depressed mm. about what was going on. And then people were telling him all sorts of things. Uh, As that's, usual. Yes. Mm. Uh, that is now uh, spiritual attack. Mm. Spirit of backwardness. Mm. You need to go for deliverance. Mm. you need to go to this pastor he will help you mm. you know all this that has happened to you is not uh, it shows something is wrong with you yeah and I think they had good intentions probably I don't think they were saying it out of spite probably they were concerned mm. and he <laughs> he said he got he had a friend mm. earlier on in town before he had left who used to do printing. Mm. And uh, that friend of his, he when the time he used to do printing for contracts from his shop, mm. 
the guy like this guy had money so he would tip him mm. and by then the guy was also not doing very well mm. so he goes by some day and this guy is like you in a very bad state and he told him you know what you're going to go away from home do not stay home yeah because if you mm. stay home mm. it's going to get worse yes things you need to st- otherwise if you stay home you need to get away from home if you stay home it's just going to get worse yeah. you're finished the thoughts and everything So he told so him you can come every day mm. and sit here in my shop give mm. him a desk mm. and said you come mm. just sit there mm. but do not stay home. Mm. so come with your laptop whatever it is and sit there and do whatever you yeah so he started to leave home mm. and he would he would get in of course very early get in a taxi mm. so that he can get to that workstation mm. and he would just have money for transport mm. not food yeah. and for transport specifically taxi otherwise mm. no border because border border would be That's extra money and he would not have money for lunch and this guy would buy for him lunch and sometimes he would <laughs> he said he would uh, pretend that he has fasted mm. because he so he, he didn't want the guy to, to be a burden uh-huh. so he would this guy would be like let them bring you like no 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 me i'm fasting kumbe he did not fast mm. and at one point he said okay this is it this mm. is it i should not hide anything Mm. I don't have to please anybody. I'll move yes. at the time I want to move. Mm. I'll get into the taxis even if they see me it does not matter. Yeah. And he said one of the people who were with there mm. called him mm. at one time and gave him some some work to do. Mm. And it wasn't a lot of money but Okay, a lot of money considering the money he used to earn. Mm-hmm. But he was so excited. Mm. And this guy didn't know mm. that this he was in a bad state. Yeah. But he says he thanked him mm. via text. Then he called him, mm. thanking him. Then the next day is is like he forgot that he had thanked him. So mm. he thanked him again mm. and called him again. So this guy was like, "What's wrong with my guy?" Mm. I think he's in a terrible state mm. because what he has received and the way he's thanking for it mm. is not is not yes. the person I knew. Yeah? Unusual. Yeah. Mm. So but this guy was excited, and just like that, God helped him, mm. and he got a client who didn't treat him very easy. I won't get into that detail, mm. but work started to flowing slowly mm. slowly slowly and eventually mm. he picked up again 
Amen. And he mentioned something very important. He said mm. he thanks God mm. for the wife that mm. he married. Mm. For the woman that he married. The woman <laughs> he married. Yeah. And he he says she was so patient. Amen. So so patient with him mm. in that state of brokenness yeah. that they were in. Mm. She was there. She mm. was patient. Mm. And he actually said she later on after they they had picked up she told she she told him you know what mm. you were broke. Mm. And for some they may not have stayed. Mm. And he was thankful to God yeah. for that. But to me I was deeply touched mm. by his story. Yeah. Deeply deeply touched and mm. I thought about how God is good to us. Of course to me I was deeply touched because this is somebody who told me what yes. I do. Mm. And I did not know what he was mm. going through at mm. that time. I had no clue whatsoever. Mm. But it stages. Mm. Yesterday we talked about seasons, mm. times mm. in life, things we go through and how God is faithful. He said he did not give room mm. for people to tell him that mm. he had a problem. Yeah. He did not give room to that. Mm. He he said no. I don't have a problem. Mm. We'll get out of this. And that's a bracket that most people land in mm. and it looks like you're cast. And then you start casting devils all, all the time because you think all you've been told by some to some it might be true yeah but there are also occasions where it's just a season. It's just a season. Mm. And you've got to go through it. Yeah. And you know, the mind is a curious thing because um, the negatives tend to stick. Mm. Even when you have all these positive things. Um, there is. I don't know if I remember this correctly, but I read somewhere that for one negative thing, someone tells you you need like six positive things to kind of balance that. And so... If you hear just one negative thing, it might take a long time to get out of your head. Now, if there are two or three, you're cast, you have a problem, someone is like you're just moving backwards, spirit of stagnation. Sometimes it could be, but in instances where it is not, your mind will pick that up and run by it. And then you'll have a radio doom and gloom in your brain and you're just telling yourself these bad, bad, bad things. And yet sometimes it's a miscalculation that you made and things didn't work out. And it's a season, lots of lessons to learn, pick up the pieces, and then thrive again. Mm. So that, that, that's, that's what I got today. Mm. And it was very, very, very touching. Mm. Very touching and there are people out there who go through different things or who even might be going through and 
somebody's out there there are people who listen in from many nations out there and uh, I know there are those who listen in from nations where they went to work they went mm. to work mm. and things seem like you've made a mistake yeah your calculations didn't work out mm. but it's just to let you know that god still cares mm. and also um just a question of course because no one comes with a manual about how to live life and how to do things it is only expected that we learn as we make mistakes you know you make a mistake you learn from it or you make a miscalculation and you learn from it so what do you think is the posture like what what is the attitude that you would encourage people to have if i made a miscalculation and a mistake and i'm beating myself up for it and all that like <laughs> and then i'm thinking i'm a failure i'm cast what kind of encouragement would you give someone like that or someone going through that you know sometimes we always say that i know what you're going through <laughs> we use that statement quite often mm. yet we have not gone through some of those things we can only imagine what we can only imagine mm. what somebody is going through mm. and <sighs> the fact is within that is worry mm. is fear is shame that guilt guilt that mm. you you miscalculated mm. is uh people talking yeah and that hurts a lot by the way <laughs> and uh, we talked about people some time back and it's usually the ones that are close who say the most outrageous things when you most of the times i've noticed when people are going through tough times they'll tell you that i can't believe so and so say yes. this and this is a this is someone i opened up to i was vulnerable with them i told them what i was going through and i thought they understood but and with all that mm. this anxiety mm. you don't know even if things are going to work you worry a lot mm. and that reminds me of the study we did this morning mm. when in Matthew 6 with Jesus talking about do not worry do not worry and i'll just read a scripture here from Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 we talked about it as well mm. the podcast early in the morning Mm. And it says be anxious for nothing but in everything mm. by prayer mm. and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. Yeah. You asked the question what does that, such a person do? Like how would you encourage them? With anxiety. Mm. Prayer. Mm. Supplication and mm. the hard one thanksgiving. Mm. Hmm. When I'm going through so much trouble how do I give thanks to God? Mm. Can I give thanks to God mm. when I've lost everything? Mm. Can I give thanks to God when everybody is laughing at me? Mm. With anxiety is prayer, is supplication, yeah. is thanksgiving. 
with fear is prayer, mm. is supplication, is thanksgiving. Mm. With hopelessness, with fear, with defeat, with worry, with whatever you're going through and feeling like you're the loser, the mm. solution mm. is prayer. Though I must say sometimes it is hard to pray. Mm. But we also need to understand what prayer is. We must understand what prayer is. Personally, for the most intimate or major intense, moments, intense. intense moments I've gone through in life, they're not prayers that exceeded a minute. Mm. And God came out in a mighty way, miraculous. Mm. Mm. But what happens in that moment where you know I'm beaten to the ground, there's nothing that is left for mm. me, all I need is God. Mm. That is where prayer is genuine. Yeah. That is where your entire heart is given out and you are fully fixed on God and he's the only solution because by the time you're making that prayer, mm. you've looked at men and there's no solution. Yeah. You've looked at the list of your friends and there's nobody who is speaking your cause. Mm. You've looked at all options who can lend you the money to get out of the mess you're in. And everybody is saying, you know, I'm also in a tight spot. Yeah. Or I'm expecting some Or you already have too money. many debts. <laughs> or you <laughs> have so many. Like, yeah. it's in that moment that you, you feel and know only God is going to take me through this. And guess what? You fall to your knees and say, God, help, help me. me. Mm. Three words. Mm. God, help me. Mm. Can be so strong that mm. they bring heaven down. Amen. And you see a miracle. Mm. And for somebody who is out there and everything looks helpless mm. and messed up and there's no hope. Yeah. Pray with your heart poured mm. out. I'm not saying just say God help me on me, but mm. it's also possible to say that. If that's what's on your heart. Yes. And if to some it might be weeks and nights of prayer and you're going out for whatever it is, the issue is prayer. Yeah, there is no formula. There's no formula. Mm. It's it's the heart. Yeah. And eventually God does God yeah. does answer. God mm. does respond. Yeah. Um well you talked about how grateful he was for his wife standing by him and that brought me to this question still that I have but now we've talked to the person who is going through a tough time they're beaten up yeah but now if you are close to such a person and you know what this person is going through and you're seeing them you know maybe you can't give them money maybe they are your wife or husband or a brother or your pastor or anyone you know who might be going through a very very tough time it might not be financial it could be something else entirely but it's desperate um as christians how like what kind of attitude should we really bring to this because sometimes uh, it has been said over and over that we shoot our wounded shoot our wounded. When we have people amongst us who are really going through a lot, we tend to just push them over the cliff. Um, so, 
how do you think we can like how what are some of the ways you think we can support people who are there is a debt that we have mm. and uh, towards the end of last year mm. God placed it upon my heart mm. I think I shared that with you mm. to reach out to those mm. who have been left alone mm. it may not be that it may be that the people have chosen to neglect them or ignore them mm. because of what they are going through mm. or they are isolating themselves or they have chosen to isolate mm. themselves because of what they have gone through mm. shame and it was hardly pressed and may God give us the grace to know how we are going to do it mm. but to go and be with such people yeah you pay them a visit mm. yeah and uh, you you go ahead and spend some time with them mm. and pray with them mm. and worship with them and buy them something take something like restore hope because have have personally gone through it where you feel you are alone yeah and it's painful mm. where you are alone and nobody is even caring mm. about your issues Mm. And you don't even see anybody visit you. <laughs> no one yet wants you, to actually. Yet, yet you're actually hoping and saying I wish somebody could. <laughs> just just doesn't happen. Yeah, and God well, pressed that intimately. Mm. That you need to look out for such people. Mm. And be with them. Mm. And with them you'll see miracles. Mm. You see blessings you see great things happening in those people's lives you know we sometimes want to see the bigger ministry the bigger picture or image which is okay but that we mm. we are praised for and we are yeah. seen to do mm. but and we forget the foundation when when you you're going to see that person who lost their baby mm. yeah and you don't even know what to tell and them you don't know what to tell them but mm. you're just going to go and worship Mm. And praise and mm. honor God and pray and encourage mm. and you're not going to take cameras to show that we came and we visited and so <laughs> and you post everywhere so we that came, people we know saw, we about your charity and mm. what you did mm. but you reach out to those mm. people and in a time where nobody wants to associate with that person mm. you're the one God has picked you're the one God has chosen you're the one God is saying get out there mm. and help. Yeah. Go there and restore hope. Be the light <laughs> that the that person is going to experience. Mm. Actually, um what I've noticed is that sometimes it does not even matter if you can't buy something. Mm. Um just being with a person you know because if someone is feeling worth like they are worthless maybe guilt shame pain and for some reason they feel that you know there are certain things that happen and you feel less than human so you coming and sitting with this person is communicating that you're worthy you're important you're not forgotten you're loved and such an act could just be the encouragement that a person needs to kind of bounce back and you're part of their testimony yeah because when this friend of ours was talking mm. the people 
that stood with him in that time mm. a part of his testimony amen at whatever point it will be mm. we need to be part of people's testimonies not to take the glory that we are talked about everywhere about what mm. we've done but how many times has someone come out and said you were part of their rescue plan mm. how many times d- does someone come out to because of do you, you do I you didn't feature, give up yeah, do, you, do you feature mm. in people's rescue plans like oh. I was I was down and Alex was part not that I, you want to be talked about no but you want to bring hope because uh-huh. when the bible says that you're the light of the world and you will not hide the light under a bushel or something like that or you're the salt of the earth or something that means you have to stand out so if you were a light to someone who is going through a very very dark yeah situation and that means that christ has been shown through you like someone could say because of him he came and talked to me about this and this not because you want the glory but because you're doing what God asked you to do i mean when i was sick when i was hungry you know it is he for that which you give mm. in secret <laughs> when god rewards you rewards you mm. everybody sees mm. the reward mm. and uh, that's that's really what caught my eye at the end of the day mm. and uh, I don't know who is out there mm. as we conclude mm. that feels broken mm. disappointed and I just want you to pray to lead us in prayer as we conclude uh, for that person mm. and let's believe God on their behalf Father in heaven, we thank you for the wonderful time that you have given us this evening. We thank you and bless you, Lord, for all that you're teaching us through these reflections. And Lord, we want to bring our brothers and sisters who might be going through a very, very dark time at this moment because of loss, guilt, because they made a mistake at work and they got fired for it because they did something that they feel so unworthy ashamed to even talk about we bring everyone lord who feels that there is no light at the end of the tunnel who feels that they are stuck and they cannot get out of the mire father we bring them to you lord today and we ask that you restore we ask that you reach out to them lord and we ask that you help them that you lift them up lord from the darkness lord from the mire that they're in lord we ask father that you help them to feel better that you put people in their lives because we know lord that you work through people sometimes lord we ask that you put people in their lives who are going to help them to bring back that hope we ask that you bring back that hope lord surround them with helpful people surround them with people who have good intentions so that they can restore their hope so that they can have their faith restored in you lord we ask 
that you heal, Lord. You heal, you touch every wounded person, people who have been rejected, people who have been hurt, and they are feeling so lonely, and they feel that no one can understand what they are going through. They feel that no one wants to be with them. No one wants to stand with them, and no one wants to associate with them. Father, we bring those to you, Lord, and we ask, Father, that you may make a way, that you may make a way in their lives, and change things, Father, just like you did for Alex's friend, Lord. We ask that you may turn around things for them. For you, The word says that weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Father, we ask, let joy come to all of them. Let joy come to their lives, Lord. Let healing find them, and let they may they be restored and their humanity, Father. They are worthy, they are loved, they are accepted, and they are important. Let them know that, Lord, that you love them and you treasure them, and you sent your son, Father, to die for them because you found them worthy. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we're always live here on Bible in the radio. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. East African time with the program Reflections here with Alex and Frida. We pray that the Lord blesses you and prospers you in all things. May God richly bless you. Amen.